welcome to the Mama Mindset Podcast. I'm Katya Honich, and it's my mission to inspire women to learn about and practice science-based tools to approach their pregnancy, birth, motherhood, and life in general in a wise, empowered, holistic way. If you know a mom or an expecting mom who is struggling with her pregnancy or early motherhood, share this podcast with her. It may offer some insights, tips, and tools that will inspire her to work on her mental health and well-being. Let's begin. Hello, everyone. Today's episode is about anxiety, one of the most common overwhelming emotions during pregnancy. I have not yet met an expecting mama who would not have a single moment of worry during her pregnancy. The goal of today's episode is to give you a bit more perspective on these feelings. But also I would like to offer perhaps unpopular opinion, and in the end I will leave you with an actionable protocol that should help you navigate, manage some of those worrisome thoughts. Let's begin. Let me be very straightforward here. It upsets me that in today's world there's a general trend around the idea that worrying is bad. It is bad for you and for your future baby. Therefore, the message that's circulating out there is to stop worrying. Be positive. Stop thinking about negative outcomes. Everything will be all right. Honestly, there is nothing more useless and unhelpful than telling someone to stop worrying. (laughs) So what shall we do instead? Well, first of all, I do... I feel like I have to acknowledge that, indeed, there are different types of worries. And some of us are more anxious than others. And indeed, maybe a woman who had a few miscarriages prior to her pregnancy has more reasons to be anxious than someone who is having a perfectly normal, healthy-looking pregnancy. Or someone who had been trying to conceive a baby for years is expected to be more anxious over losing the child, comparing to someone who's got pregnant within three months of trying. Personal history, our personalities, the contexts that we live in, will define the intensity of emotions. Fears, anxieties, worries, perceptions. But we should not thus assume that someone's worries are real and other mom's worries are superficial. That someone has the right to be anxious and someone else is just, you know, being overly too reactive, overly too sensitive. It is very important to validate every single emotion. Anxieties of a woman who is on the path of becoming a mother are real. They feel real to her regardless if her pregnancy is normal or um, she's having some rough starts. Regardless of the history and the context, we have to acknowledge it. You know, I don't remember who said that, but they said worry is a work of pregnancy. It is real, and it should be so. Some may worry about the health of a baby, a risk of miscarriage. Others are worried about giving birth. But also, there are so many more things we can be thinking about. 
careers, relationships, money, freedom, you name it. Yeah, pregnancy is a huge change and change is always uncertain. For many of us who love to have a sense of control over our lives, it's very stressful to be in this uncertainty. If you're experiencing anxiety, if you have a lot of thoughts, number one step is just acknowledge this is normal. Actually, in fact, this is what you should be feeling. Now, what's up with all these recommendations of don't you worry, stay positive, think positive, stress is bad for your baby? Well, let's be clear, and this may be an unpopular opinion here, but in order for it to have negative consequences for your baby, the stress of a mother should be way way, way much bigger than a few sleepless nights because she's worried about the outcome of the next appointment or a blood test. We as species would not have survived if just negative thoughts would harm the embryo. We as species are so much more resilient than this. The bigger thing is at stake, you know, here, it's the quality of mother's life in general, the quality of her sleep, of her sense of well-being, and this is important. So, yes, you have the right to worry. <laughs> you have the right to be anxious. You have the right to have all those what-if thoughts, rehearsing some of worst-case scenarios. And you should not neglect your concerns. You should not deny red flags or suppress fears, or pretend like you're positive and glowing all the time when your friend or your midwife is asking you, how are you today? Every time you suppress a concern, you it's like you teach yourself to neglect your intuition. This is so important in being a mother. The intuition is the sense of knowing, knowing how to care for your baby, how to live your life in general. Okay, so two points made. Validate your emotions. Do not neglect your concerns. Now, let's get to a more actionable part of this episode. So, there are wise and unwise ways to worry. The unwise way is to basically allow your mind to spin those worst-case scenarios non-stop in your head for 24-7. Hey, this will cause psychological stress, which will reflect itself in a physiological stress, which will express itself in the quality of your life. Your sleep will get worse, your mood, your capacity for joy will shrink. The whole perception of your life and this world will shrink and you will see a narrower version of your opportunities. It's not fun. It's not that it will necessarily hurt your child, but it may lead to choices and decisions which you will make, which may cause harm to your own longer-term well-being. And then this may also reflect in the well-being of the baby. So what would be a wiser way to worry? Well, it's pretty simple, actually. Set time and space for it. Schedule some time when you sit down and look at all the concerns, fears, and doubts. For example, you can set time when you're just making research on the topic that frightens you. 
or you're talking to an expert or your midwife and you actually insist on answers, recommendations, additional tasks. If you have a therapist, this is where you talk about all the fears. If there are clearly some worst-case scenarios that terrify you, then you write them down, you talk them through. A writer, Pam England, she calls this going on a tiger hunt. Just like that, you set time and you go out there hunting for your fears, alone, with your partner, or with a team of experts. Action relieves anxiety. Now here's a side note to all of those of us who love to have things under control. This may result in somewhat obsessive preparation for births and motherhood. I would call it extreme version of the tiger hunt. We do all the courses, we know by heart all the stats, and we can cite all the research on pregnancy, on births available to this day. And even though it may feel good to feel like you're on top of things, you're prepared, you've read all the books, it's important to also truly acknowledge the fact that there's still plenty of uncertainty out there. Too much information may clutter the mind and paralyze decision-making, similar to having too little information. Just a reminder, give yourself a break. Exercise the muscle of being open to the unknown. And we'll talk about it in our future episodes. Now, let's continue with the topic of how to worry wisely. Once you've finished your tiger hunt, from this moment, you're actually minimizing the thoughts that cause your worry. One of the techniques that you can use here is called being mindful of your thoughts. How to do this? So, you identify key things that cause your anxiety. For example... Uh, fear of birth, fear of miscarriage, fear of uh, safety for your child, fear of a career going uh, downhill. Give these themes a name, a label. It's a good idea to make these labels a little bit funny, like funny names or titles. For example, Scary Bob or Nasty Nancy. You know, it's like personality. And every time you catch yourself being lost in one of these themes, you're sitting out there, or you're driving, or you're just, you know, on a walk, and you're ruminating on this what if. Once you catch yourself doing this, you, it's like you wake up, you put a label on it, and like, ah, this is scary Bob again. All right. I see you, Bob. All good here. I'm all right. I'll talk to you later. It will feel tough at the beginning as we tend to get lost in thoughts for quite a while before we even realize it. But with time, you'll start catching yourself more and more often. It works, I promise you. Once we look at the themes that scare us in an objectified way, like Scary Bob, there you are. These themes tend to lose power over us. It's like like you build a gate and prevent your mind from flooding. And the final note. 
It's an important one. Try not to be angry at this scary Bob or nasty Nancy. When they manage to take the real estate of your peace of mind, try to respect them. They belong to the experience of being pregnant. They are here for a reason. Can you be kind to them? And can you be kind to yourself for having them? And at the same time, you're not letting them reign and control your precious life. There is an episode, How to Strengthen Your Muscle of Noting Useless Thoughts, that you can listen to and practice the exercise of labeling. I will also offer the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next week.